Welcome to season two of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Living Fullness Podcast. Today, we are celebrating our New Year's episode, even though it's a few days before New Year's. This is our New Year's episode. In anticipation, we are saying to you a very happy New Year, and we hope 2023 is awesome for you. Yes, absolutely. A very, very happy New Year. What are you doing, Stina, to ring it? First of all, just going to ask you questions. First of all, yeah. how are you? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> we didn't do that. We didn't do that. No, that's, that's a good point. I'm doing really well. Great. Really excited for a new year. Yeah, really grateful yeah. for the year that's been. been a yeah. big year. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, really looking forward to this new year too. Yeah. Yeah. What about absolutely. you? Yeah, similar. Actually, I, I'm grateful for the year that's passed. Really grateful for the, the gift of, of Narendra Parish that mm. was and, and looking forward to the gift of, of the cathedral mm. that's, that's, that's coming. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Big moves. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. So, mm. uh, how are you celebrating New Year's Eve? Oh, yeah. What I'm are you asking doing? That question. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Yeah. What yeah. do you do for New Year's Eve? What do I do for Will you be home with family this year for New Year's Eve? No, no, I won't be. I will be looking after Narendra Parish. This, this this New Year's Eve. So uh, I'll do a Mass on the 31st for the people of God and then on uh, the Sunday at the 1st for the people of God as well. So, nice. So, um, so yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking after Narendra Parish, not during the weekdays, but yeah. during the weekends. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice, so. good on you. So how about you? How are you looking after? How are you? How are you looking after the parish? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm not looking after the parish. <laughs> what are you up to for the new year? Uh, I will duck down to either the lake or in town to watch the fireworks. Oh, cool! Um, and then, uh, look, I think I said this last year too. It's it's my New Year's ritual. <laughs> I go watch the fireworks wherever the fireworks are, and then I come back and then I open my joyful jar that I've been collecting all year of moments of joy and just start reading through them with like a glass of wine or something or a hot chocolate, depending on how tired I'm feeling. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like recap all these wonderful memories, wonderful moments of the year that's been. And so that I'm entering into a new year full of joy, full of hope for. That's such a cool thing. Yeah. That's such a cool thing. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. It's a great, I love it. I love it. The things that come up that I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that happened. I I forgot that that happened. And then there are things that like, and there are some things that are really sweet, like really deep and personal, really touching. And then there are other things that have been like near miss stupid moments of mine that I've just been like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. But that is (laughs) hilarious to laugh about now. So yeah, lots of, lots of stuff like that. Brilliant. So should we do a bit of a recap of the year that's been? Recap, recap, let's do it, recapify. Recapify, here we go. Yeah. Let's start with what if we went with like your favourite episode from the year that's been. I know that's probably <laughs> a big thing to ask. A bit, but bit hard, yeah. Is there one yeah. that jumps at you? Uh, yes, there is, there is indeed. Um, I loved the first episode of the first book series that we did. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So the first, the first lot of three episodes on Jacques Philippe's Jacques Interior Philippe. of Freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good French accent. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
happened. It's happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So so that was just um, it was. Yeah. I, I think because it it covered so beautifully human freedom, mm. and it's it you know really really brought out how whatever our circumstances are, we are actually free to choose goodness, virtue, Christ. Like like suffering and difficulty, hardship, it doesn't actually take away our freedom. Mm. It's an opportunity to maximize our freedom in a certain sense. So so it was actually really cool to to to, to look into what he has to say about that. Mm. And that uh, that we're not just victims of circumstance. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. a powerful book study it was, to start it was, with actually. Yeah. yeah. It was a really yeah, powerful much so. one. What about you? I think oh look, there's been so many. So many of our episodes have been like really fun to be able to dig into and research and mm. um I think one that I don't I don't know what it was particularly about this one but I really loved the Q&A episode that we had the questions that we got yeah because we were able to cover a, a breadth of things in one episode true and true. we really had to like dig into well hang on what are we actually trying to communicate here we're limited by time, so we need to just get to the bottom of it, like quick smart. But also because we knew that these were the questions that you wanted answered. Yeah, these, yeah. This is what you actually wanted from us. So it was really nice to be able to go, let's just dedicate some time to answer these questions that we know you want answers to as opposed to the questions that we think yeah, <laughs> you might yeah. like answers yeah, to absolutely. that might be helpful. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it was really fun. Excellent. It was really fun to do. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, what about a most challenging episode for you? Um, I think the one that stands out for me is Jesus the Bridegroom, the marriage episode that we did. Um, that was really hard because <laughs> there was so much I wanted to say. Like, the, like I could have gone on and on and on and on and on because there was just so much. There's so much beauty to be found there. Uh, but also because I felt like I think I put a lot of pressure on myself for that episode because mm. I wanted to do that topic justice. Sure, sure. So I think going into that episode, I felt heavy. Like it was mm. – I remember sitting there going, okay, there's just – like I just need – I need to get this right. This wording needs to be right. The You know, the message needs to be right because I wanted to do it well. Yeah, sure, well. sure. I should have just been able to let that go. Like <laughs> let it go and let the Holy Spirit do his thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> So sure. I think, yeah, probably some un, unneeded pressure okay. on myself. Okay. Um, what about you? Uh, for me, it was the online – on lighting, sorry. On lighting. On lighting. Online dating episodes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for, for a few reasons. I mean, firstly, I know nothing of that world. <laughs> okay. I know nothing – like even when, you know, before I was a, a seminarian and I was a university student and I was in the, in the dating scene – Online dating wasn't no. part of my world, and it wasn't as widely done as what it is today, right? Mm. So, so um, uh, gosh, that makes me sound slightly old. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, the old people listening to this are like, "Ah, oh, you're a baby." Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's sort of it's, it's it's a world that I know nothing about, and so I I, I had to. In many ways, I was guided by you through that episode because it's sort of like, well, I, I just don't know anything about this, 
and you know, I'm just going to have to be guided by the social worker among us, and, and yeah, yeah, and and you know, by the single person, and and yeah. and see what 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 comes of it. And yeah. uh, so, in that sense, because it was an area that I knew very little about, yeah. Um, and then secondly, because it, it exposed several flaws in the way in which we as Catholics do marriage preparation. Ah, uh, okay. Exposed mm-hmm. a number of flaws in that department, mm-hmm. and and we still keep doing marriage preparation the way that we're doing it. Uh, so it, it's like flogging a dead horse, like just consistently, you know, um, uh, getting on this 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 um, mm-hmm. uh, do, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's just mm-hmm. it's it isn't working. Like we've 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 got to find a different way of doing marriage prep because at the moment. It's, you know, folks come for marriage prep when they're engaged and that's literally when their marriage prep begins. This is outrageously ineffective. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's got to be another way to do this. And John Paul II outlined that way for us. So, uh, so you know, it's, for, for, for me, it, it sort of does actually bring up a, a bit of a, a spot where the church needs to do better, mm. you know. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so that's that was... exciting then. It, it is exciting, but it's also yeah. a serious challenge. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess something else that's been really big for us this year is that we've had some epic guests that we've been able to interview we have. this year. We so have. maybe let's like, is there, well, just generally, like what's that experience been like for you interviewing our guests this year? Because we've had a huge breadth of guests, like a huge variety of guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been awesome. Um, you know, just the, the, the sheer breadth of guests, as you say, that we've had on, uh, from my niece mm. Eva to uh, uh, Simon Carrington, Dr. Peter mm. McGregor, Dr. Matthew Tan, Dr. Adam Cooper. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot there's of a lot, doctors. A lot of doctors. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're just, and they had so much information to share. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the thing that I loved was that you could tell how they shared not only from their head but from their heart. Yes. You know, in, in, yes. In, in what they shared with us was part of themselves and their relationship with Jesus. And that was really huge and really awesome. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. And really palpable. Like yeah, you could yeah. Really, you could it really was very it. tangible. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. How about yourself? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the whole the whole year, I think there were moments where I was pinching myself. Uh, so I can't believe. Gosh, I wonder which particular moment especially <laughs> that was. It. No, stop it. They were all, like, they all had moments in every one of those interviews where I just sat there just awestruck. Yeah. Going, wow, yeah. I can't believe what's coming out yeah. of some of our guests mm-hmm. um and that goes you know as far as young as eva like there were moments yeah, in that episode yeah. where i went whoa i can't i can't believe this young woman is coming out with something so profound yes. and so moving and so touching yeah. um but also yes i mean obviously i'm a little bit of a sarah swafford fan so <laughs> <laughs> that particular episode with both her and her husband i was a little whoo yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah that particular episode was nerve-wracking to start with but like there's such how real cool, down to yeah. earth like yeah. so real so yeah. easy to talk to yeah, exactly. people they exactly. were awesome but also like i can't believe we also got to interview um elizabeth zelasco and kate capato yeah, two yeah, incredible yeah. artists yeah. from yeah. the states in their own fields like in their own particular expertise as well with iconography and sacred art so cool they're so awesome yeah absolutely yeah. awesome We've had a real breath. Yeah. 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 
And then obviously we had, you know, someone I've looked up to in the workspace for a while. We had yes. um, Paul Jensen as well, and which was awesome to be able to talk mental health and yeah. well-being. What does human flourishing yeah, look yeah, that's like? Right, that's you know, that, right. was, that was really awesome to be able to mm. dig deeper, especially the behind the scenes uh, segment that we yeah, did yeah. to be able to yeah. really dive deep into what does that what what that actually means. I regret not being able to be there yeah. for that when I had to. I had a pastoral thing carve and I had to shoot off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we had uh, Connor Sweeney, and we had this really interesting conversation where he sort of pulled apart a little bit more on what happens with technology and the virtual space and how we can actually now be more and more encouraged to be able to have this presence and a life that's separate to the actual real tangible you know carbon material of ourselves in the here and now instead like instead of being pushed into this other other sphere and almost having that sphere as being upheld as the most important so it was really fascinating to be able to hear him pull apart um what that kind of that what what that means for us as christians um so that, that was really cool. But, you know, obviously I also loved having my own teammate, <laughs> Andrew, on the show too. We've got to get him and his wife on the show. Yes, yes, absolutely. We've got to make that work. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been huge. <clears throat> this year of guests has been absolutely huge. I don't know how we're going to top this. Nor do I. So I guess maybe we can have a conversation now about a word of the year, which is something that you and I have been doing for a few years now. I don't know whether we've actually talked about that on the podcast. I think think we've encouraged people to consider Mm. maybe taking up a word of the year, praying about a word of the year, but I don't think we've actually spoken about what we ourselves have actually held. Um, So maybe now would be a good time to do that, to maybe have a chat about what what that was, either a word or a phrase. Sometimes it's a passage. Um, so what, like obviously I know what yours was, but if you'd like to yeah, share yeah, sure, what sure. yours was and what maybe how that's gone, like what's okay. it been like this year? So for me, it's uh, the word was gentleness, and um, uh, it was a word I didn't expect. Uh, it was sort of you know like gentleness. <laughs> those who know me well know that it isn't always my thing, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> um, you know. I, I will often tell the truth and I can probably be a unnecessarily abrasive in the manner that I do it. You know, either either with the truth or with my opinions. Uh, you know, and, and, and treat my opinions as though they are the truth. Uh, so so at least you're honest about so, this. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's um uh yeah, look that's 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 a fault and I'm working on it. Yeah. Um and uh, part of working on it has been to engage more in gentleness. Mm. Um, and, and the gentleness journey is one that's been really essential to my ministry. You know, I've, I've, as the vice director of a seminary, I was used to telling men in the seminary the truth in a pretty blunt manner, mm. you know, and, 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 and the approach had its, had its uses, um, you know, particularly for young men who were all in the same place, aiming for the same goal. You know, it was it, it had a, a certain degree of utility to it. Yeah, sure. Um, however, it would not be a useful approach in the parish. Sure. And I knew that from the outset. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and so it, it was 
it was abundantly clear in my prayer and also just in the, in the sheer practicality of the life that I was going into that that, that was something that, that the Lord needed me to work on mm. was gentleness. And um, um, so I had to learn how to be gentle with others in the way that I spoke. And part of that was practicing patience. You know, part of that was, was not allowing uh, the sorrow that we've often spoken about that's associated with impatience to be the thing that controls my response. Mm. Uh, and, and so that's, that's, that's been a big part of the learning. Um, but, but also part of it was learning gentleness with myself. And it's something I'm still very much learning. Um, you know, a, a, a friend of mine just recently said, Father, how would you be gentle with yourself? I, I literally stood there and went, I don't really know what to do with that yeah. question. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, and he's like, look, priests are famous for this. You know, you know how to be gentle and merciful to others, particularly in the confessional, but you don't know how to do it for yourself. Mm. You know, and, and so a big part of it has been has been trying to learn how to be gentle with myself. And and I know this will garner criticism from some quarters. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's sort of there's there's this sense in which to be gentle with oneself is unimportant, you know, because the self is unimportant and all that matters is Christ. And this whole notion of mm-hmm. of of being gentle with oneself is just, you know, uh, it's 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 just a, another way of of trying to exalt the ego, you know. Uh, well, but, I, I I I reject this notion. Yeah. Okay. I reject this notion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that is that is a common criticism um, f- from certain quarters sure um uh, so being gentle with ourselves as i've learned this year doesn't mean that we don't reject sin in our lives of course it it doesn't mean that we aren't honest about our moral lives our strengths and our struggles Uh, but it does mean that we are open to the mercy of god and that that openness takes takes certain uh certain uh, certain external manifestations like you know giving ourselves time to rest to reflect and to grow uh, giving ourselves time to speak to god and engage in uplifting relationships uh you know th- there's this uh, th- there is a notion in the catholic world that the self is irrelevant mm. and that's not true mm. you know, god has made us for himself he wants us to know his love and his mercy he wants us to be agents of that mercy to others but before we can get there we have to be open yeah. to receiving him and to receiving him in the concrete circumstances of our lives. Mm. Um, so it's, it's you, that, that this, so that's, that's what I've been learning in gentleness. Yeah. 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 yeah wow. It's, um, I just find, you know, what you were saying with certain, certain groups of people who might not like what you said. I find that so hard to like that viewpoint so hard to sit with mm. um, precisely because, you know, we've just had Christmas. Well, yeah. Who did who did Jesus come to this earth for? Yeah, why, yeah, exactly, exactly. Why, why is that unimportant? Yeah. Why is yeah. that not valuable? Yeah. Why is that not meaningful? Like, mm. that yep. should be precisely because yep. it's why he came. If, I get if, you. Like, if we had no... Yeah, so I, I find that really hard, but also, like... Some serious insight there, like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> to be able to see that in yourself. 
Yeah. It's been a journey. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How about yourself? Uh, well, well I, I was also just going to say, I think one of the things we probably also need to mention is that there is different ways to come to this word too. You know, you sort of started by saying you were surprised when this word mm. came to you. How do you discern, pray about what your word of the year will be? Or how did this one come about? Like, how did you know this is what I should sit with? Discernment always happens in concrete circumstances. So it's, it's, it's about prayer and, and bringing the reality of our lives into that prayer. Mm. You know, and going, you know, Lord, I'm about to go into this, into this new parish and, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to need to learn the ropes. I'm going to need to learn new skills here, Lord. What do you want me to learn to be a good father? Mm. You know, what, what do I need to know to be a good father? What do I need to know so that I'm 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 someone that that my parishioners can come to and talk mm. to and and that you know I'm 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 a I'm a father after your own heart you know like like that's so that it's not just a a okay God I'm here and I'm listening give me a word <laughs> but 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 rather all right Lord these are the concrete circumstances you're sending me into. Um, what is it that I need to know here? And and very clearly, what kept on coming up from that mm. was gentleness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. How about for yourself? Uh, <laughs> how about for myself in terms of the word? In terms of the word, <laughs> or how the word came. Um, for me, the word that I've been sitting with all year is the word refine. Uh, and I remember when that word was repeating, uh, it was coming up. Like I felt it felt quite late. Mm. That it was coming. I remember, I remember sort of praying, uh, like the year's coming around. I don't really know what my word is going to be. Uh, not sure what's happening here. Don't know what to sit with. Um, and I kind of just went, okay, let that anxiety go. <laughs> It'll come in the right time. And this word kept repeating. Like I kept seeing it. Um, I kept hearing it in the silence of my prayers. Mm. It just but it, it's not a word that normally comes in my vocabulary. It's not a word that I look for. So I thought, oh, that's that's different. Okay, I'll just make a note of that and sure. let it be. Um, but then when I sat with it long yeah. enough, I thought, no, I think there's something here. And would you like me to sit with this, Lord? Like, is this the word you'd like me to take up? Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, and I remember I sort of had like this sense of excitement about the word. I was like, oh, this is going to be really interesting. I, I wonder what what God's going to do with this year with the word like refine. Like I think this is going to be hard, but I have a little, I have a little bone that kind of gets excited when things get a little hard. So <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's do this thing. Uh, ready to be sculpted kind of a thing. But I also remember bringing that word to you and being like, I think this is going to be my word. Can you pray for me? And the same for when I took it to my accountability partner and said, Hey, this will be my word for the year. Can you pray? for me about this particular word I'll come to you with different things throughout the year the both of you sort of had this like oof, okay <laughs> and I was like what do you mean oof? like <laughs> where's the excitement like what, what's going on I was like ah you guys are like too stressed about this so I don't know what you're <laughs> like I just I just didn't feel it yeah, I didn't sure, feel sure. I didn't feel burdened by it I didn't feel scared by it mm. I, like I didn't have this trepidation that the two of you had because I was expecting, like in my mind, refinement, okay, 
my life is going to be a bit more refined. So the th- routines in my life are going to become a bit more solidified. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there were stuff like that. Like structurally, some things changed in my life. Things, you know, did become a bit more tightened in some ways. Even like my career, for example, it sort of started to kick off a bit. I went into the space that I wanted to be in career-wise. Even like the passion point of my career, I really found out that actually relationship counselling is my jam. Like yeah, yeah. couples work is my jam. That So that's been really awesome, fine-tuning that's been really awesome even like virtue ministries mission it's become a lot more fine-tuned more targeted Mm -hmm. the types of people that we've been networking with to build on that like again very specific so i was Mm. like this is excitement territory this is really cool what i didn't expect though is that i didn't expect that taking on a year of refinement would also mean refinement in my relationships yeah i didn't think (laughs) that far ahead so I didn't realise that my relationships were going to get stripped down to their core, which meant that I actually got the privilege of seeing people for who they are, which has been really beautiful for the people that are in my inner circle to be able to see them for who they are and for some of them to see me for who I am yeah. with all my flaws has been a really beautiful and vulnerable experience to have. And it meant that some of those relationships sort of blossomed. Yeah. You know, they were – they became a bit deeper a bit more personal a bit more close and then there were other relationships that started to form that I didn't see on the horizon at all so that's been really awesome Mm. at the same time I also had to watch a few relationships wither and die and that's been hard because it's meant that there's been not only have these people had to exit my life which is which has happened before right we've all had people leave our lives for different reasons but for some of these relationships, I've had to actively, you know, remove them from my heart, from the place that they held yeah. in my heart once yeah. upon a time. That's been the harder refinement yeah. work. Yeah. That's been a lot more testing because it's meant I've had to open my heart up to let that those people go, yeah. but also not leave that space empty right, and not fill it with something else or quickly fill it with somebody else, (laughs) with other people to take a place because, hey, now it's empty and now it hurts. I have to let Christ into those places and let him fill those places. So for me, like the imagery that comes to mind then is Jesus in the tomb. Like it feels like my heart became this tomb where, you know, these places of death Mm. and these are the places that he wanted to come and be and be in that sorrow, be in that death but then to also work miracle and, you know, roll away the stone in time to, okay, now this is healed. Now we can move forward. Mm. Um, So that's been. That's, that's, that's some refinement. I mean, that's, 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 you know, it's, it's, um, uh, you know, like, like, and I think this is why your accountability partner (laughs) went, Like because mm-hmm. refinement is is never just circumstantial <laughs> refinement. Refinement is becomes personal refinement, mm-hmm, you know. And mm-hmm. So so yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's um, yeah. Uh, and and what wonderful refinement it is when okay someone you know, we actively have to, to sort of open our heart to let someone go, and then allow God to fill that space to actually kind of feel that hurt. Yeah. And allow Jesus to be in that place with us. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty huge. Yeah. But the the because that that's part of healing, right? Yeah. Like that's 
that's how the divine physician comes and heals yeah. the broken places. The refinement, I, I feel like the refinement for me is not just allowing him to do that because that's what he does. It's actually wanting him to do that. Oh, that's pretty like cool. Like it's sitting there in the pain and going, oh, this aches. This that's, is yeah. really, really hard. But as hard as this is, I want you to come and do what you want to do in my life. That's really awesome. Like that, it's that unifying, yeah. imperfect as it is, it's that attempt to unify, to yeah. want him to come and do whatever, yeah. whatever he has, you know, want his will. That's so beautiful. That's that's where refinement yeah. has taken a whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. so beautiful. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Um, it's also been um, a, a year of hope too, though. It's been a, a year of witnessing hope, which I think you, you can testify to as well with this particular person who's been an exceptional witness of hope, especially in the last few months with the illness that's been happening and mm. – just just hearing stories of people encountering this person yeah. and the hope that's been coming from that person, the really strong witness of hope, it really resonated with me because I feel like that's something that has blossomed since my refinement, since he's been refining my yeah. life and refining my love for him. Mm. Since he's been refining that, I've been able to anchor more deeply yeah. in that hope. Yeah. So watching someone else witness that hope resonates yeah unlike yeah. it just being like a, an external thing that i can just look at and admire i can feel it like it's yeah. really tangible um so that's been really special and filling me with strength especially as my visa stuff continues to yeah yeah for sure continues to for sure for sure turn. yep yep a, a, a clearer and deeper relationship with god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. literally more refined <laughs> yes Yes. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. No, thanks for asking. So I guess we're kind of hitting the end of this New Year episode, mm -hmm. which we normally end our guest episodes like this. And we kind of went, you know what? We've never done this to each other before. Mm. So why don't we do like a rapid fire round yeah. with each other? And we've not seen, like, I don't know what questions you're going to ask. There's five <laughs> questions. You don't know what questions I'm going to ask. That's right. So we might just take turns. But hey, as a listener, maybe you can take a stab and see if you can guess. Because I, I reckon I might be able to guess some of the answers to the questions that I've got for you. Yes. But as a listener, you might be able to take a stab and guess and see if you can uh, guess some of these answers. Okay. See if you get them right. right. <laughs> Very good. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. Your favourite flower is... Oh, lilies. Lilies, okay. Oriental lilies, okay. white lilies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if tea and coffee didn't exist, what would be your substitute? Oh. <laughs> there is no substitute. Too bad. In this world, tea and coffee do not exist. <clears throat> well, let's take away tea. Tea's, <laughs> tea's, tea's not. I, I mean, if there's no substitute for tea, that's fine. Uh, teas, you know. Right. Tea doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you're listening, Bishop. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, look. Um, oh, substitute. Water? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this, trying to tell me there's substitutes for tea and coffee. Uh, particularly coffee. I mean, it's... it's 
I don't know. I mean, Bonox. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole world falls apart. My whole world falls apart. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's brilliant. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, uh, favourite book or TV show? Of all time? Of all time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. My favourite book of all time. No, I'm not kidding you. That's the <laughs> Other than the Bible. Um, favourite book of all time would probably have to be Swaff's Emotional Virtue. Okay. Okay. Favourite TV show? Yeah. Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. Well, yeah. Uh, although The Chosen comes pretty close. Oh, yeah. It comes pretty oh, yeah. close. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty that's, close. That's, yeah. yeah, shout out to The Chosen creators. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go check out season three. It's out. It is too. Season three is out. It, it's out. It's out. I didn't realize it. Oh my gosh. It's out. Okay. Go check okay. it out. Cool. <laughs> Very nice. Mm. All right. What's the best book you read this year? This year. This year. Um, Jesus the Bridegroom by uh, Brad Petrie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You Sorry. read it. I did. I did. Awesome. It was brilliant. It was fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So glad you recommended that. Yeah, Thank you. that is number yeah. two on my favourite book list. Yeah, yeah no, very good book. <laughs> it is so good. Very good book. What is your favourite season of the year? Easter. <laughs> what do you mean, like? Either or. That's okay. Uh, I'm a Lent fan, actually. Um, spring. Spring, yeah. Spring, yeah. yeah. Yep. Despite the fact that I have hay fever, I, yeah, I like spring. Spring in your step. Kind of, well, it's it's just it's nice to be out. Vitamin D's happening. Yeah, people are a little bit happier. You could just wear a li- and look. I'm a blazer fan, and I never get a chance to pull out my blazer because we don't have spring long enough. <laughs> okay. Like we just kind of go from summer straight to winter. Yes, or we go straight yes, into autumn. True. Like we it's don't. True. So bring on the spring. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. What is the dumbest thing that you've done this year? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, where to start? <laughs> Dumbest thing I've done this year. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> I feel like my brain's protecting me. <laughs> dumbest thing I've done. It's probably a good thing. It's not a bad thing to not ruminate over this stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it's a good thing. I nearly accidentally threw out the um, the, the, the Telstra Optus. <laughs> Telstra Sorry. Optus. Telstra. Telstra um, um, internet password. Oh, that would have been that would have been bad. That would have been unhelpful. Yep, yep. Um, what's the best thing about doing virtue ministry? Ministry. Oh my goodness! What the best thing? The, the oh look, the best thing is to be able to share Jesus with others. That's like the highlight. But a very close second is watching people's eyes light up, like when something finally clicks for them and they just have this moment of something. Like you could just you could just see it in their eyes that something just happened. And I I never know, like unless they come and tell me what that is, I never know what it is. But that to me is like, ah, oh, <laughs> Holy Spirit, you're doing your thing. This is epic. And I get to witness that. Like, Yeah, sure, sure. I'm sorry, That's there's really nothing cool. more epic than that. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the Holy Family... Who would be, you're going to hate this question, <laughs> who would be your biblical guy crush and why? <laughs> I don't have a biblical guy crush. But you know what I mean. I don't have a you know crush. what I mean. You know what I mean. I have a biblical bro. <laughs> right? Right. right. Just be clear. <laughs> Gosh, I'll 
honest. Work with me. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me on this question that you hate so much. I do, I do. I hate this notion of holy crush. I think it's ludicrous. Um, uh, who is your favourite saint? Who is the saint that you like the most? Who is the saint who's like your sis or your bro? Like, there's a multitude of ways to do this. So, um, outside the holy family, outside of the holy, outside family. of the holy family. Uh, okay, your biblical bro, my biblical bro. No worries. <laughs> uh, well, um, can I have two? No. Have two? Oh right. <laughs> bro is one. Okay, well, biblical bros. Can I have no, bros? One. One. Okay. All right. Fine. If I have to have one, uh, then 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 my biblical bro is uh, is is Saint Peter. Of course. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah why? Definitely. And why? Uh, because Peter is is um, uh, rash with his words. Uh, is 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 just you know, um, uh, you know, leads leads from the heart and 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 is like you know, yes, we will go ahead and do this and we will be successful and we'll you know he's like you know, particularly brazen in many ways, uh, only to realise that he has nothing to be brazen about. <laughs> Uh, and and because of that realization and his need on Christ, he becomes the the uh, one of the greatest preachers that the church ever mm. saw. And and you know in in that sense, I kind of um, uh, feel a connection with Peter, not because I'm one of the greatest preachers the church ever saw, but because uh, <laughs> because he's he was so brazen without any reason to be. Yeah. I think you know what I can learn something from yeah, Peter. Yeah, can't we all? I can learn something from yeah, Peter. Yeah. I don't need to be that brazen. Yeah, you know I can I can. I can just shut up occasionally. Yeah. You know, and, and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And look, I have to ask for our listeners' sake, mm. who would have been your second? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah. Ah, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Because Jeremiah, full on melancholic man. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. See, I can't picture you and Peter getting along very well if you were in the room. Like, no. if you were just friends. Yeah, hanging out I like the two of you would argue like madness. Probably, yes. <laughs> Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah, that I, that I can see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And finally, what is one thing people often mistake about you? Oh my gosh, um, what people often mistake about me? Oh wow, the first one is Norway. <laughs> 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 that one. <laughs> Sure. Yes, I was born in Norway. Yes, I'm a Norwegian citizen. Yes, I don't have blue eyes and <laughs> fair skin and blonde hair. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> it's a multicultural country too. <laughs> so yeah, probably that one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Very good. And my last one for you is, what is one of your greatest hopes for 2023? It's a few, but if I had to pick one, uh, my hope is that that the cathedral will will continue to be the evangelizing place that it has been under the watchful care of Father Beltrami. Mm. That's probably one of my biggest hopes for next year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Hey, you can't ask that. That's the sixth question. I totally. Can. <laughs> I totally. That's the sixth question. Uh, my hope for twenty twenty three. I don't know. This. What's my greatest hope for twenty twenty three? one of my greatest hopes for 2023. Uh, I guess for me it's ongoing healing. There's still lots of places that are broken and need healing. So 
yeah, maybe, maybe that. There's healing for myself, but also having stepped into a, a very therapeutic role, there are a number of clients that I hold, so healing for them as well mm. and hoping to be able to watch, to, to witness hear some healing in their lives. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that takes us to the end of this week's and this year's episode Indeed. Which means that we are at the end of season two of the Living Fullness Podcast. So we are. Oh so my we goodness. Are. We yep. are here. And we will actually be taking a longer than usual break this time around. So we won't be back until sometime in February. Yes. So make sure that you're following our social media pages. So that's Living Fullness underscore on, on Instagram. Or you can also follow Virtue Ministry. It's Virtue dot ministry mm-hmm. uh, on instagram or you can jump over to facebook and follow virtue ministry there or join our living fullness group on facebook as well and you can stay updated so that you don't miss when season three comes out yeah. we are making some changes to what this new season will look like so just watch watch this space mm. uh, to be able to find out exactly what's happening when it's happening in the new year yeah yeah, yeah. all right so in the meantime, between now and when we restart in February, um, go back and check out our previous episodes that you may have missed, uh, including our video interviews and our guests over on YouTube. And And don't forget that we have behind the scenes with our guests exclusively for our Patreon supporters. Uh, so do consider joining us to support our mission in the new year. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you for joining us this year on the Living Fullness Podcast. We've absolutely loved having you here. It has been an awesome journey with you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, Padre, for joining me on this podcast too. Thank you, Steena. It's a beautiful experience. And and thank you for inviting me along. Yeah. 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 It's been awesome. Yeah. Absolutely it has. Yeah. A very happy new year to you all. May it be a blessed one, a very joyous one, and a peace-filled one too. Every blessing to you. So, know of our love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone, perhaps who will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review so that others can find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.